Hey, welcome back to the Karen K Show with yours truly, Karen K. And I got a couple of guests with me. I got my dude T. T, what's going on, man? What up, what up? Living the dream. Hey, how's your week been going? Busy. You know how that goes. Oh, it's bit you're busy, huh? So what do you think about uh, Ohio opening back up? I think today is today the official day. Um, I I think there's a phrase that we all should be familiar with. It kind of went a little something like this. Can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> I feel brand new day. Listen, I'm happy. Open it all up. Give me, give me, give hey. me, give me. <laughs> you ready, huh? Hey, my dude, Reggae, we hang out with Reggae again. What's up, Reggae? How you doing? Happy birthday, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, y'all, y'all are just the greatest. And I mean, the best part about it is, is that it's opening up today on my birthday. No. On your birthday. No, no, no. You, you got to have that to do that. And I mean, I can, I can make some change drizzle. I got at least like, you know, I got at least like a hundred, a hundred pennies. Yeah, you just got to pick here. it back up after you drop, after you throw it, you just got to pick it back up. You savage. That's savage. That's savage. And you know what? I can see you doing that too. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's been a great day so far, guys. Thanks a lot. Um, I appreciate it. You know, how's been? How's your day been? How's your day been? Hey, my day is going great. Hey, um, got a good start off to the morning. Always, I uh, wake up with prayer and meditations, and kind of listen to some affirmations throughout the day, and some been listening to some uh, different. Uh, it's almost like counseling for me. Relationship advice and stuff from different guys, he's actually counseling you, actually call him, he counsels couples and single people and married people, I guess. And so I just been, um, I always uh, talk with family, like my son and my sisters and check on everybody doing day. But I've been having a really good day. I um, wanted to get out and do some cardio, but I want to do some cardio in the house here. So I still kind of get my workout on. So it's a good day, really right. good, good day. I'm so glad to open things back up. So tomorrow, I guess I'll get out. You know, a lot of people saying they're not going to get out. But hey, as long as you take the crosses, hey, get out. I'm excited. You know, a couple of stores that I actually shopped, they kind of sent these emails and they care to me on the hours. So I'm like, see, I'm kind of excited right now. I'm excited about today. Hey, we got a lot. Of, we're going to talk about some football. We definitely going to dive into football. That's what we can talk about. So then I'll be in the NBA. We might have to look at on some NBA stuff, but we're gonna we want to talk about Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, you know, passed up an opportunity to uh, get what? They offered him 33, what is it, 33 mil or 130 mil? He turned it down. So then Dak Prescott said, "Lady, he wants 45 million and five million with a new contract." And so, how he is, do we think he's worth that? Will he actually pay that? Because, you know, um, Stephen Taylor made a comment last week that, you know, that he was, that, you know, they were spending uh, too much on that. So they, and that, that was spent too much on that, that would decrease their chance of winning. That's what Stephen Jones had already said a couple of weeks ago. So what is what y'all take on that being paid 45 mil? Mm. Okay, so uh, here's, you know, a matter of fact, I got Dak, 
I got Dak Prescott here right now. No, okay. okay. Yes, I got that's Dak Prescott right here, right now. He's chicken. <laughs> He's definitely chicken. Okay. And you know what? Dak Prescott asking for any kind of money right now is, is ridiculous. Okay, so you just came off of what was it? It definitely won in the winning season. Um, I forget their record. I, it was trash. Okay, I'm gonna so, say I might say seven and uh, twelve. No, no seven and seven. nine. Yeah, seven, seven and nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the, you're you're a seven and nine quarterback, uh-huh. and you are asking for this. You ought to be glad they still want to pay you. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's ridiculous to me. I'm like, man, this dude trash, and he's sitting around. Come on, really? He's he's not really the court. He hasn't really shown me anything that can make him last in this league. I mean, with the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, they've got a great offensive line, and that is the one thing they have had and been consistent with over the years. So, you know, I mean, I could I could be by the Dallas Cowboys line and not get sacked. Right. Ever. I mean, now put him with the other what 31 teams. He wouldn't even oh. he wouldn't even be in a league. Oh, and definitely don't put him with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, right. Uh, behind that behind that offensive line, Dak Prescott, you know, he wouldn't survive. He has no business asking for this kind of money, let alone any money at all. Wow. Steve, what's your take on that? Um, well, as is he worth it? Do I think he's worth it? No. Hell no. But I'll answer that. You're you're worth in the open market. Well, not even open market at, at this point, he's franchise tag, but you're worth what somebody's gonna pay you. So um mm-hmm. I think uh, uh Andy Dalton was their insurance for that negotiation, if he wanted to kind of go to the point where he's going now, asking for this type of money, I think they kind of have that bargaining chip where, uh, of course, Andy Dalton is not as good as a quarterback as Dak Prescott, at least I don't think right now. Um, but it does buy you insurance. And Dak Prescott, I don't mm-hmm. think he's got it like that where he can afford to say, well, I'm going to sit out this game, that game, whatever, whatever, what may have you. So I think it's going to hamstring them if they have to pay him that much money because I think Zeke's a bigger impact on that mm-hmm. offense on, and on the way that they run than Dak Prescott is. But I think that he's going to get paid a lot for the production that that offense does give him. I'm not going to blame him for their 7-9 season all on Dak Prescott because right. it was coaching blunders. The defense didn't show up like they needed to, and the offense at times didn't click when they needed to, but that's not all on him. But I don't that's think right, he right, – right, right. You, that's Pat Mahomes' territory that you're giving him that money, and he's no Pat Mahomes, so I think it would yeah. be. He's no well, one. Yeah, my take on it is is that worth forty five mil? If you can get it, get it. I think he should have said stuff. Hey, this is my quarterback. Y'all talk about it. Hey, I'm not gonna play Dak Prescott for seven minutes. I've seen Amari Cooper drop so many balls that put him out the game one time and bench him. So I think that is a job. You pay Z $90 million and you can't even run the ball effective. 
I think that was the problem right there. That's why you can't play Zach back because you didn't pay Z so much money. Yeah, my court got to pay. Um, <clears throat> I can't think of who else is a, who's another player that needs to be paid. But you, you're making your money not doing the right thing. So if you want to bring Andy Dalton in as a backup to try to scare us, uh, that was in my days that I'll be done with Dallas. I'll stick on Florida because I'm done with them because I would not watch. That would not be my team. First of all, Andy Dalton won one game with Cincinnati Bengals last year. Like, really? You bring it in, you draft the quarterback, you say that you get it together, and also be able to move on. And my thing is, I think he's worth something. Maybe they might franchise tag him and do something, but I think he stays with Dallas, you know? Um. It's saying something where you have to leverage against yourself, too, though. I, I don't think Dallas necessarily is negotiate with anybody else. So I think they want to play a little hardball with him. And that's what Dalton is more meant to be. I don't think having Dalton says, well, he's better than Dacker. But not. Right. I think it's just more so that offense is dangerous and you can throw most quarterbacks out there and get mm -hmm. some production. Dak mm -hmm. does the best what he has, but that kind of goes to my point where I don't think he's that kind of quarterback where if he doesn't have a Zeke, if he doesn't have a Damari, if he doesn't have, you know, C.D. Lamb, right. he will be able to elevate them. I think the talent that he has just helps him elevate that talent. So we'll see, though. I wouldn't want to be Dallas right now with that situation. I'll tell you that. At all. At all. And let me tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, okay. I was going to say, you don't think they've had a problem in the past, and then you come to do something like this. We had so much been trouble in the, the and this, and they just got, what is it, Al, Sean, Al, uh, what's the guy named Smith? They just got him back. I'm like, because I think he's got suspended for a while. So they just added him back to the, the drama that was really going on. So what do you think that first action? Should he so hold up? Should he do what um, Z did last year? He came in his money. Should he even come to uh, to camp this year? Mm. He has to come to camp because I don't. I don't financially. He can't take that loss. You know that is. <laughs> he, he wants the money because he wasn't getting paid as a fourth round pick like he felt right, like. Right. Right. So he definitely needs a raise, but I think to be able to say I'm going to sit out games, especially uh -huh. with Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton made him say, "Well, we'll go the whole year with Andy Dalton if he decided to want to sit." And we can still say we'll be a playoff team, and that will kill your leverage. I think right. that leverage is him playing, even if it's – and you're not underpaid if you take that contract. If you take the, the franchise tender and you sign it, you're making $33 million a year, mm -hmm. at least this year. So I think right. in nothing else, they're both trying to protect these, each other. You know, Dak wants a shorter contract from last thing I was hearing. So I think that it's it's one of the negotiations that may go into the season, but I think he doesn't have the room to sit out. You know right. what? I, I blame I blame one person for this whole mess. Because they had no business going to get they had no business going to get uh, Andy Dalton either personally. Come on. Uh Jerry Jones. Because oh, Jerry okay. Jones is too busy in that locker room. And uh, I, I hope that him and Marvin Jones can come to an, a, an understanding to say, hey, this is my locker room. Don't micromanage my locker room. Let me do my job right. as a coach. Right. And see, that's where Jerry Jones succeeded because uh -huh. Jerry Jones told him, stay out of my locker room. It, and it, because of that, what, they won two Super Bowls or three? 
Wow. You know what I mean? And that, and that's the one thing that Jerry Jones is doing is micromanaging the entire situation. Yeah. And, yeah. and and as a leader, you can't do that. You have to let your people do their job. And right. then, and then, you know, what kind of, and think about that too. What kind of a message is that really sending to Dak Prescott? So, can get rid of you. <laughs> right, right. But you're telling me you're going to go get this 36-year-old quarterback who's been playing since the beginning of time <laughs> and, and, oh and, and replace me with this guy? Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, all right, you know. I just hope that Dak Prescott takes this to heart, and I hope that you know he does what he needs to do to win. Right. You win me ball games, and then then you come back and ask me for forty million dollars. But right. right now, as it stands, there's no way in hell I'm getting ready to pay you thirty million dollars or forty million dollars for a seven and nine for a seven and nine season. That's nuts, you know. But Jerry. <laughs> But Jerry Jones is creating this, uh, creating this kind of atmosphere, and I'm not really sure if he realizes it. But yeah, you know, sometimes you can't. Sometimes in life, you can't show, uh, you can't show strength like that. You just kind of let things play out. But you can go back and look at that Prescott numbers. This dude is not somebody. Look what he is in the top of quarterbacks. Look at his numbers right now. They had the number one offense either in playing games in the NFL last year. They couldn't get it together. Dude's numbers are not bad. His numbers are really not bad. He just he got to have some people to have him. Because to me, uh, Zeke didn't do his job last year. Yeah. Uh, Cooper didn't do his job last year. People would drop, Gallup was pretty good. People were dropping balls when he was throwing the balls out there. His arm is very impressive. Mm -hmm. he games I will, I'm not talking about the first finest red skin and games that you should have won. But these are games that I'm talking about, games that I've seen they should have won, but they lost. They just, you know, I just couldn't see why they couldn't get this together when we had the number one offense. But his numbers tell you why he should get paid a decent amount of money. A decent amount of money, sure, but not no $40 million. You don't think $40 million? No, for him? Oh no. Maybe maybe thirty. Maybe thirty. It's it's you're paying for past success, so to speak, and then you're paying for potential success. So I think it's more so if you throw Dak into that open market, then you have a team like Jacksonville. Jacksonville mm -hmm. thinks he's probably worth forty million dollars. Mm -hmm. But Jacksonville hasn't had good quarterback in and Gardner Minshew is okay though. He I is. Like him. He is, but Dak Prescott doesn't just come through the doors like that. Just like Kirk Cousins got eighty million guaranteed, not because Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. It's just that not often do you see a quarterback end up on the open market. So I think it's it's more so why it's why it's what somebody else will pay you proves your worth because with with Dak you have to project what's going to happen if Zeke slows down. Because Dak's going to be there long after Zeke retires. What's going to happen if the O-line, inevitably, we can't pay the O-line. So if we have to let your left tackle go and your left guard go, how good are you going to be without these type of talents? If we have a Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady, uh, you know, guys like that, 
they can compensate when we have to take away, take away, take away. Dak Prescott needs everything to roll the right way for him to be able to succeed. And that where lays lies the problem. Because what can you do for me today might be worth $35-40 million a year. What can you do for me next year may not be because we start losing, losing, losing. It's not that rookie contract when we're paying you nothing. Look at Russell Wilson. Last time he won a championship, they were paying him peanuts so you could build a team around him. We started paying Russell Wilson $30, $35 million a year. As great as a quarterback as he is, your team is going to take a step back. Because Russell's so great, his team is in contention, but there's no more Super Bowl and Russell's, you know, present at, at all outside of when he was making peanuts. So when you have that, can you compensate like Russell did when he loses talent and kind of make you a playoff contender? That couldn't do that when his team was full and healthy. So if you can't do that when we give you $35, $40, 45000000 million a year, you're not worth it. But it's about who's negotiating with you. D? D? I, I love you. you my brother. I really do. But no. You cannot expect for me to sit here and, you know, let you compare Dak Prescott to, to okay, so one Super Bowl, two Super Bowl appearances, God only knows how many Pro Bowl appearances, and wasn't he last year's MVP? Who? Russell Wilson. No, Lamar Jackson was. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. he, he – he was definitely in the running. I know that. Yeah. He had a stiller season, and Russell Wilson gets much better with age. I don't dispute that. I'm just like just like Drew Brees, just like Drew Brees. You lose talent when you when you had to pay Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson won a won a championship when he was still making third rounder money. They didn't give him a big contract. So you had the Legion, the Boom, you had Richard Sherman, Chancellor, all making big money to be able to help you with championship. Russell Wilson got paid. Now you don't have Sherman. Now you don't have Chandler. Now you don't have Bennett. So you're now going from a championship contender into a playoff contender. That happens once you pay a man. Russell Wilson is good enough to still be a playoff right. contender. Dak, you're seven and nine without where do you have everything and you're not getting paid crazy money? What's okay. going to happen when we give you big money and we take away your talent? Like, Russell can compensate for it a little bit, but your window is small. Dak has missed his window. Now you got to pay him crazy money and lose. So what does he do when you don't have a Zeke, when you don't have a left tackle, when you don't have a left guard? Can you still be Dak Prescott or are you Dakota Prescott at this point? Ooh, Dakota. He he might be that he might be that right now. I don't know. Dakota Prescott, that's right. I mean, what's he's carrying Cage Cowboys alone. Huh? That's right. <laughs> I told you once ago, Karen, this is gonna happen. I tried I to tell listen. You. I like this though. This is good because my team do see because right now they say that Dallas is not a contender. They said that um, the Eagles. Gonna have they're gonna be the team to be in the East this year. It's the Eagles and not the Cowboys that we will actually see. But I gotta ask a question. Now Donovan McNabb said he looked at a racial thing. Now he said that there's Cam Newton. I mean, Cam hasn't got picked up. Javis hasn't got picked up. You go pick up Andy Dalton. 
You didn't even have to pay him seventeen million because people saying give him seventeen million and somebody Dallas and say Dallas is only offering him seven billion dollars, three million guaranteed to get paid. So do you think that what does that say about Cam and James not getting picked up? Is it a um, racial thing or is it he's a better quarterback than those two? What do you think right now? I think it's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't say it's not racial at all when, hey, you have Kaepernick situation, which right. is all there. And we just seen where they're talking about giving you extra or moving you up in, in draft slots just by hiring somebody mm-hmm. black. Like that, as a person of color, I'm insulted by that because it's evolved into a point where you feel like you have to try to kind of convince us to, you know, that's disrespectful to everybody. But it's it's definitely a racial situation to an extent, but at the same time, Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions last year. You shouldn't make more than Andy Dalton at all. Um, Cam Newton, he's been banged up. He, he would have legitimately lost his job to Jared Allen, a six-round quarterback. I mean, it is what it is. Cam Newton used to be good. He probably still can turn around and be good. But the NFL is a what have you done for me lately? Cam, Cam, Cam Newton's lost that fire. So, I mean. He, he's, lo- he's lost that fire. Yep. I think he, you, have, you have less of a, a rope when you're a person of color, just like the uh, head coaches. You, you're less likely to get another shot. If you're a person of color, you and you fail. But see, you know that going in. You know that going in. Absolutely. Right, right. So it becomes, I think Cam Newton more so is kind of dealing with the Allen Iverson effect of things, football-wise. When Allen Iverson wasn't no longer giving me 40, he was now a malcontent more than he he was when he was really a malcontent. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't play the way you used to play. Them shenanigans, we're not going for them anymore. Cam Newton, you banged up. Right. So all that, that hee-haw and stuff you wear and all that, you know, um, all the things that don't have nothing to do with football, you usually let slide, we're not letting slide anymore. And now you don't have a job because your personality mm-hmm. is that personality that we don't want in the locker room. But because mm-hmm. you're a person of color, we can just chalk it up to, uh, that's how we do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think it's it's a bigger problem that we probably won't see change in our lifetime because mm. it's a, it's truly an epidemic of we have they have to it's not us they have to get over the stigmas of the second chances and the the, the black quarterbacks they've evolved already but right. the point that you have to kind of own up to your own issues because just as much as we want to bring up Jameis and all that we just came off a segment about Dak Prescott you know what I'm saying right. he's been with seeing thirty five forty million dollars. So you can't right, say right. always like that, but you less likely. Dak Prescott is clean cut. Dak Prescott, besides right. getting whooped up in what Myrtle Beach, he ain't really had no issues. So it's right. he being the good old boy. We are gonna keep giving you that money. The moment you're not, come on down. Mm. And it's it's, right. it's it's unfortunate, but it's it's more so that it needs to be met at the middle. That's real. Know. That's real talk. That's real talk, though, because. I mean, you're right. And we've been saying that, you know, I think as a community about the black quarterback in general and how, you know, and how left out like, uh, okay, so uh, the NCAAs, uh, the NCAAs only quarterback to ever go undefeated all four years was uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Chuck Early. Now he was from uh, he was from uh, Portsmouth, Ohio. He's a black quarterback. Played at the University of Akron. Went sixteen and zero, including winning his bowl game twice, and then went fourteen and zero, including winning his foot. He never lost in college. And the NFL, when he went to the NFL and they were talking about the NFL draft, what they wanted to do for him, what they wanted to do to him was they wanted to uh, they wanted to convert him into a wide receiver. And he was like, no, I'm not having it. So he went to uh, the Canadian Football League and he won uh, he won a uh, he won a great cup there and, you know, went on to, you know, have a career and, you know, all that. Um, so the, I mean, the NFL has been doing this since God knows when, you know, even when it came to, even when it came to rules of them, you know, hitting, cause they used to not fire up out of Mike Vick. Every chance they got, they knocked fire out of Mike Vick, but let that have been somebody like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Oh man! Not only would some of them players been ejected, but I'm sure they'd have got fines. But you know, and it, this is when they did start allowing, you know, really start having a black quarterback as the face of the team or the franchise. But right, I mean, so there's a there's a lot of angles that you know you can take with that. But oh, yeah. you know, do you really want to? That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. So, so oh, go ahead. No, no, you get. Oh, I was gonna say, so you don't think Cam Newton, Cam would not be your franchise? Do you think he can actually be a franchise quarterback with the team? Nope. It's his time is probably up. Mm-hmm. What about backup? He can be a backup. I think more. I think Cam doesn't have a job because he's waiting for that perfect job. You know, it's it's different when you've made a lot of money, and you know somebody's bound to get hurt. And right now, your leverage is low. But let's say you're, you're a couple mm-hmm. starter quarterbacks go, you know, get hurt. You look up Cam, and Cam is st- he, he still get his bag. So I think he's just kind of waiting for that opportunity. And for somebody that's been as banged up as him, it's not the worst thing to do. Kind of get the more you sit, the more healthy you get. So mm-hmm. I think if if he does what he needs to do and kind of humble himself, and Cam can come back and still be maybe great. But he take it, it, it takes him to humble himself, and nobody else do it. Cam has lost that fire. I think and he can come back. I think he can. Think he get it back? Um, but it, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take something. You know what I mean? For him to get that back. Because I, I don't – I just – you know, I he's lost that fire. You can tell. He's lost the right. pla- the passion to play. Um, I mean, he's had hits. Like, I don't know what half of what he been called. They were just hitting. This dude had hits. Like, he had a target on his head. Mm-hmm. They just targeted him because he could get the ball and run. He was infected with the ball, you know? So I think I think he'll get it back. I think right now there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. We're gonna need a quarterback. I know they're gonna need a backup. I think somebody should pick him up. 
I think he should be picked up. Man, Jameis, that's a whole different story. Jameis, I don't know about Jameis right now. Jameis can play. He can play. It's just that Jameis can make every pass, but he shouldn't throw every pass. It's kind of one of them, just because you can do it, don't mean you should. When you go and you stop at a red light, there could be nobody there. Ain't no cop. Ain't nobody on the road. You can just go through that light, but somebody could come right there and smash into you that you didn't see coming. That's <laughs> being a quarterback. He knows there's been times that he ran through that red light and wasn't nobody there. But there's sometimes he runs through that red light and runs right through a train. That train is going back for six. And that's what you cannot do. And just as good as, as many interceptions you threw, he still threw for almost 5,000 yards. He still had a top three passing offense. But you just can't turn over the ball as much as you score for your team. That's outrageous. He legitimately went 30 for 30. That's something you'll probably never see again. Right. You know what? You know what? I've seen um, what Jameis Winston's problem is. And, I mean, just looking at, you know, certain plays and certain game tape, uh, he turns his back to the offense a lot when he drops back to throw. And you know you can't do that, especially when, you know, you have to go through his progressions. And that's something that they should have taught him even in college. You know, now in college, his situation was different because he had a couple of receivers that was damn near eight foot three. Wow. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard not to have Heisman numbers and win the Heisman. But, you know, he, he does that a lot. And I said, you know, if he would just quit turning his back to the defense, he might actually complete half of those throws that he gets intercepted. Wow. Or maybe not even throw them at all. And see, the one thing about perception is that I know that, you know, you perceive something different when you posture yourself different. So, so do you think he can pick up when he play in the 2020 season? If you, we have football? You know what? I think if he can fix that issue, he'll be fine. Um, and, but even then, you know, is he still going to have a lot more for me to prove for, to prove for me to actually say he's the real deal because he came out of college. I wasn't impressed with him then really. I wasn't, I wasn't, well, I was, yeah, Florida state. Well, it helps when you have, you know, giants at the wide receiver position. I mean, that's just like Matthew Stafford. A lot of people said Matthew Stafford wouldn't be as good as a quarterback without Megatron. And here he is. I mean, he's still – he's probably better now because he's proven that he didn't need Megatron. Matthew Stafford is good? Yeah, Matthew Stafford's good. No. Matthew Stafford? I mean, well – well, I'll tell you what, it kind of it kind of it kind of hurts him when he has to play with an invis- invisible line. <laughs> I mean, oh you know, he, he, you know, that doesn't help, but he, even in then, yes, he's another one of those though that he throws the ball when he doesn't have to throw the ball. And right. he try he tries to make every throw. 
You try to make something happen that's not there. Right. And I mean, well, you look at, I mean, these are the Lions. I mean, gee, somebody's got to. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I get it, but I, I get it, but you know, and I personally think even with him, if he was on another team, I think things would be a lot better for him. And I think, and I think that Detroit is really being unfair to him and his career by even letting him stay there. Detroit need to move on from Matthew Stafford. Is he still there? Then he wanted to should have got cut. This he year. he want he wants to be there, and that's cool and everything. But shoot, if I was any kind of human being, I would. It's just like when Kevin Kevin McHale traded uh-huh. uh, Kevin Garnett to the Boston Celtics and said to him, Woo. "It would be uh, that's why he's that's why he he uh, got fired in Minnesota because he told Kevin Garnett he said, look." your career will go down the tubes here in Minnesota. I'm going to oh, trade you. Yep, he said it is unfair to you to play in this franchise. Right. That's why he got fired. And, I mean, it's even showing up with Carl uh, Anthony Towns. I mean, it, you know, they, and some organizations are just not set up to win. Right. A lot yeah, of times their own, to their owners, it's a money pit for their main business. You know, it's more or less for them. It's a, you know, it's a side hustle. So you got to keep that. You got to keep that in mind too. When you talk about, you know, franchises, you know, and things like that, like we were talking about um, the Dallas Cowboys earlier. And I think Jerry Jones is making more of a mess of this situation than what it needs to be. And, and he's going to do that though. And he moved out of the way. We could win some. Uh, if you got Mike McCarthy, and you, what he's gonna do is run Mike McCarthy. And he, his son Stephen, he said, "Dad, sit down, just look at the games, but stay out of the locker room, stay right. away from the facility until Sunday." I, I like. And I don't need you. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the college game where you see uh, some of those boosters and stuff in the locker room with the kids. I'm like, you know, it, where it, you know the great, the best teams have, you know, the people in the locker room they need and the people out of the locker room they need. Right. And this is one of Dallas's problems, especially when it came to coaching and how you know the offensive coordinators used to go at Jason Garrett. And I don't, I don't think, and I don't think Jason Garrett's a bad football mind, you know. And personally, personally, I like to see him somewhere else, you know. I, 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 he's where? He's with the Giants now. Yeah. And in what capacity? Uh, he's a head coach. No, I think he's the offensive coordinator. I want to say. Oh, okay. Well, that's what he started out with when he was in Dallas. So, I mean, right. I, you know, I think that. Especially with the quarterback they got now, I forget his name, the kid they drafted. Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones. I think he might actually be good for that kind of system. Yeah, Daniel Jones. He was a quarterback. I, I, yeah, I think that might be a really good fit for Jason Garrett, you know, as an OC. So I guess we'll see, you know, how that works out. Yeah. And I hope every time Dallas go there, beat the Giants so bad that they be like, Jason. This is what you did in Dallas, and this is what you're doing now. Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you know, we'll see. 
We'll see. We'll see how good he is. If he's quarterback, I would thought he would have been a quarterback coach. I thought he would have been. I don't know. But mm-hmm. we, you know, we'll see how everything pans out. What do y'all think? Of, let me ask y'all this while we're on the NFC. What do you what what message did Philly try to tell Carson Wentz when they drafted Jalen Hurts? Stay healthy. He he's a good quarterback when he can stay upright. Mm. I think right. that is more so that teams are moving different too. I think it mm. used to be where you had a clear cut starter and then the guy behind you was way behind you. Right, right. And I think it's more of like you seen the Tannehill situation with Mariota, where they were both comparable. So it's kind of like a competition. It's the same uh-huh. thing with Jalen Hurts and, and Carson Wentz. We're fine with Carson Wentz if we're Philly and we can win with him. Uh-huh. But if he gets hurt again, just like with Nick Foles, now we have Jalen Hurts that we can throw in there. And if you have a legit starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts has a lot of things that he needs to kind of be broken and fixed again. Just by right. being in NFL, a lot of stuff that worked in college won't work now. So I think it buys them time to kind of mold him to be the quarterback that they think he can be, even though they know they have a starter entrenched with Wentz. So mm-hmm. I think it, it kind of helps protect them both ways. It protects them with Wentz, and it gives them assurance, too. So it's not the worst thing. My only thing about Philly is I thought they had more holes than a backup quarterback to fill mm-hmm. in the second round. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it's me, I'm, I'd rather get you a tackle to protect Wentz so he stops getting hurt all the time right, instead right. of getting a backup quarterback in case he gets hurt. Let's stop him from getting hurt first, and then we can fill the team. Right. I think they think because they made the playoffs that they they're more suited to make it somewhere, but they forget that they made the playoffs being eight and eight. It's not like they were eleven and five, twelve and four. Yeah, some beat. sort of convincing record. Got in. Yeah, you just you slid through. You know what? You barely made it. You know what? I think the sports. I think I think the media. And I think the sportscasters have been unfair to Carson Wentz because he's been put in some god awful situations. I mean, you know, especially you know as the franchise, and you know, there again, you know, he's had a coach or two who likes to micromanage what he's doing, you know, and you can tell that he was not the leader in the locker room, and the guys lost respect for him. Wow. You know, you can you can you can you can tell that, you know, just by some of the language that, you know, some of the uh, some of the players have used in regards to Carson Wentz. I think he's been I, I think he's been unfair. We have yet to see any amounts of his potential. And part of that, I think part of that respect is the reason why they can't keep him upright. You know, wow. I've seen I've seen plays. Look, I've seen plays with uh, you know, with with Carson Wentz that the offensive lineman might as well just moved out the way. You know what I mean? And they they just let him take off on him. I'm like, damn. You know, this. I mean, that looks like that hurts. You know, and you right. can tell you can tell it's they they got locker room issues. You know, yeah. and I and I think. I think, um, you know, there's plenty of teams that he's better suited for. 
Oakland would have been one of them. Okay. Oakland would have been one of them because right. because of the relationship with Carson Wentz and uh and John Gruden. Right. We need thirty for thirty for last year's NFC East. I'm gonna be honest, you know. Let me say this: I don't think that I feel like they've been too good on him. I felt like everybody puts on Carson Wentz on a pedestal. They think he's better than what he is. To me, he's not as good as they say he is. Um, uh, he barely—he played a reckless. You played a black hole in Dallas, and you made it to the playoffs. But then you got to Dallas and got hurt. We had already talked about this team. Oh, that's um, the last Karen K show. We talked about if Carson Wentz can make it through a season healthy, we're going to see what he's going to do. Remember, right? he's proved me wrong because I thought he was going to get hurt within the season before the playoffs to the Gaggy. And he proved me wrong, and he's just, he still didn't do what they paid him for. He's getting a lot of money. And if you think it's a whole offensive line, like T said, they need a lot of pieces to back up quarterback. I mean, I think they played Dallas. Dallas just couldn't do nothing. Man after man went down. So many people got hurt. I'm surprised they even had a line. They probably had to get the second string, then the third string, then the fourth string. Like, really, there's so many pieces. I think if once they kind of get their pieces together, I think it would be a better contender. They're saying right now that. The Eagles are going to be a division. I don't know if they're looking at it because of Jalen Hurts or the backup or what. They say this every time. And I really don't see where the Eagles are playing on such sort of such a high level. I, I just don't see it. I think Carson Wentz was better before he got all this money. I think when you pay these people, they don't look as sharp. He was great coming in. I just don't see the potential right now. And as uh, Ray said, maybe he needs to go somewhere where it's a better fit. Because right now, unless he put me wrong, and they might well, we'll see. I think um, Carson Wentz is why you look at Dak with the side eye about paying him. Because Carson Wentz got his money. And now yeah. look at the situation that you're in. You can't have it all on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Right. Now you're looking at Carson Wentz and see you're saying, be the guy. And I think subconsciously, Philly looked at it and said, well, we need to go back to not paying a quarterback a whole lot of money and That's then right. being able to build a team. So, if nothing else, they might – with Jalen Hurts be sneaking around trying to get rid of Carson Wentz right. so they can kind of go right. against the model because we forget they won right. a championship when Carson Wentz didn't get paid. He got paid after that. Right. They closed him to the promise. Yeah, that's true. Right. So it's it's more so Carson Wentz <laughs> after the championship without Nick Foles is a is an NFL champion. Yeah, yeah, that just yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how that even happened. You know what I mean? It's just I'm still wondering, like, oh, all right, wait a minute. All of a sudden, they're like in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, you can't be serious. Well, then again, then again, if Donald Trump can become president, anything's possible. But you know what? It's almost like Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was in Florida was garbage. You are, you, I thought you were done sick of pork and you, you were just hanging around. Can you go over to, um, you go over to Tennessee and then look what come out of that. Oh, he went up in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Nick Foles did one of those things. He came back because I thought he was done. I'm serious. I was like, oh, he's probably, he's a so-so. He's one of them, I thought he was one of the Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, 
quarterback, you know, and that type of, to me, he's not bad, he's not good, you know? So, right. man, look at, look at Ryan Tarantino. He comes back and he leads them to the playoffs. They bench um, Mariota, Marcus, and then he gets to there, him and Derrick Henry, and I'm like, wait a minute, where is this Chelsea been all year long? Did they make a run for the playoffs and knock Baltimore out? Like, come on, man. So hey, he came out of nowhere. It's it's fits and and quarterbacking is a lot like dating. Like um, you'll get <laughs> yeah. you know, gotta go through your progressions. You gotta go you, through them. You, you do, <laughs> just like when you see what's happening here. Yep, so you got check downs and remember the fullback <laughs> is always open. When Miami remember the <laughs> Miami didn't appreciate Tannehill enough, so he nope. went to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. they got rid of the, the quarterback that they didn't appreciate enough. And right. he went over to Las Vegas to try to do the same thing that Derek Carr that Tannehill did to him. It's you just know, a, it's just a it's rotating trash is what it's I'm getting about, out of it's that. It's about fit. So what you won't do, another quarterback will. You know? That's that. That's true. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, the NFL proves that constantly. Boils down to that. Say, somebody else trash is someone else treasure. So it was like it was their trash. Like you said today, yesterday, it was like, okay, well, that, that man was so trash, man, he attracted to me. So now you look at that, we're going to see what Mario is doing in Las Vegas. We're going to see. Because I get that car, I think he's one of the ones that's like, he's riding on that, you know, uh, I almost want to say Jameis Winston type, you know, like Jaguars, uh, that's why they got Minshew. Has, was it, um, I think Minshew's great. Yeah, he won. He, he he won me a lot of points in my fantasy. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, the 2019-2020 season was a year for the backups. I got to say, I never seen mm. that many teams for backups. Let's see, Pittsburgh had a backup. Uh, Jacksonville had a backup. Uh, Panthers had a backup. Denver had a backup. Uh, let's see, uh, Tennessee had a backup. That was five teams right there. Well, shoot. Well, yeah, but Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh don't have no excuse. They got a they, they got a 97-year-old quarterback. <laughs> and he caught that black and I they mean, didn't put him up in the top. They didn't put him up in the rankings. They didn't put him up to be a contender. They didn't put Pittsburgh. I'm like, come on, guys. Do not put Ben, ben, ben Ben's time is up. This has been a matter of fact. He, he should have won every time when he's if he comes back, I'm gonna be shocked. If Ben comes back, I'm gonna be shocked. He's coming back. He, yeah, he might as well stay out. He's coming back for sure. Oh, I go ahead and take that vacation. Go ahead and hang out with family or be a coach or something else. Cause I, I just can't see him being a hundred percent when he comes back. I just can't. If he is, I don't know. I just can't see it. I can't see him. I can't see him coming back. And Mike Tomlin keeping his job. That's all it's about. It ain't about winning no more for you. Just cashing them checks. Well, yeah, I get, I get that because he is still under contract. He's got a, he's got a pretty lengthy one too. Like I don't care if I win or lose with y'all. Y'all got to pay me on that first and fifteenth, no matter what. (laughs) They no, they get no, they get paid once a month, man. I thought it was the first and the fifteenth. Uh uh. No, that's the government, homie. Oh, sh- <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah, so, I mean, 
And we got we got we got a, a carousel of uh, quarterbacks. I want to see what New England does. I want to see who in the bottom. They they better have something like like that's got some real potential because you are replacing a six-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. That that that's pressure. I'm sorry. That's pressure. Okay. Yeah. You go ahead, you gotta get ready to be compared. And then you talk about news reporters and the way they report. And those people are gonna really be unfair to whoever comes in that seat. When you get in mm-hmm. that quarterback position, you gotta get come with some big shoes. And especially in Boston. That's a pretty big market. I think that they're trying to tank on the love. I think they've had so many years of Tom Brady and so much success that New England can go for a down year. And when you have Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is coming out next year. Justin Fields is coming out next year. I'm sure they're going to pick him up. Because if they yes, take that time, mm-hmm. listen, if they, if they just go ahead and what they say, um, they tank the whole season. It, you know, you tank, if you go ahead and tank the rest of the year, you got back, you got the number one seed. Well, Tashua's like, gonna share it with them. And you get a good quarterback. Go ahead and tank. Tank the season if you don't get a quarterback. And, and that's, I think that's kind of the way they're looking at it. If you roll out Stidham and Stidham comes out and he can ball out and he shows that he's the uh-huh. quarterback. If you can't pick up another quarterback high, then cool. You got you a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt yeah. you. If Stidham sucks, then he's got a year of experience, and then you can get you a nice young quarterback, and now he will be your quarterback going forward for the next 10, 15, 20 years. And you just had to deal with one year being terrible. You can take that after 20 years of being great. I'm sure mm-hmm. anybody right. will for that so but hold on hold on hold on so before we jump on the trevor lawrence bandwagon in which everybody's done okay let's get one thing straight he's had a hell of a college career and mentally he's a hell of a quarterback in college in college that doesn't everybody knows that most of the time that doesn't translate at all you gotta play somewhere. It ain't like you, you do. Were, you yeah. you, you do. You do. I think that on his on his uh quarterback, his football IQ alone, I think he'll do okay in uh-huh. the NFL. But I, it's it's a lot that I'm still not really convinced of. You know, and then you know, and right. you you have to, you know. Great, yeah, he has he has one heck of a college uh, career. I'll say that. Oh, I'm I want to repeat. I want to repeat Ohio and Clemson again because I feel like uh, Ohio State got cheated up that game. I want to repeat of that. Man, Clemson will beat that. Okay. Yeah, Clemson. <laughs> have, look, first of all, Clemson will beat so the cool. hell out them boys. I mean, they would just bash them. They what? would just yes, yes. No way. Uh, no. They shouldn't have got it this year, but I, I'm going to leave things be. I ain't going to bring it up. Yeah. I thought Justin Fields is going number three because there's another guy who probably going to go around too. But Justin Fields come back healthy. They come, they, they, they lose in Chase, uh, Chase Young, what it's hot, but they had already shut Chase Young down and some things. But I don't know. Ohio Justin State's reloading. 
They they've they've reloaded. Oh yeah, they State's reloaded yet again. I mean, they've got the number one recruiting class in the country. Again, you know, um, it, it's almost to where none of no football player really wants to play for any other school other than Ohio State. Uh-huh. Right. That's what it really seems like, huh? So I can see why it's a great program over there. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's they've been and they've been a great program for a while, you know. And, and Jim Harbaugh, he should be fired, but you know that's that's a whole oh, no. that's a whole other deal. Who are they gonna put Another person that's about to lose eight straight and get fired. Who? Price. Who? Harbaugh was supposed to be the guy. That's all I heard yeah. before he got there. Yep. Oh, we get hardball, hardball. That, hey, that hardball. defense, uh, no, that was not a first down, first of all. Let's get that straight. That play, yeah. that, that the one with JT Barrett, what? that was not a first down. Let's get that straight. Them are okay. high-class refs. I respect their calls. They I'll bet you right do. I'm sure you do. They, 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 they got it right, oh, huh? I'll bet they did. They can no. officiate anything for me, man. Listen, I'm pretty sure I'll they should. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. We're about to come to a Michigan State fan. I'm sorry, all Michigan State fans, but hey. No, I'm, yeah, Michigan State's hurt. I'm not sorry, but do you got on blue. I don't even wear blue. I don't yes, wear blue, blue because of Michigan. No. Yes, that's right. Go blue. That's right. Yes. You got it right. But no, I, I, but I'm saying Harbaugh should be fired. And here's why. And here's why. Here's why. And you know who I would want to see replace him? Honestly? Who? Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong. They they did. Okay, so first of all, you got to be a really experienced coach to be able to coach in Texas. Everybody knows that. Right, right, right. He's he done it. coach in Texas. That's why he, got he wasn't able to coach in Texas. That's no, why he got hey, no, not a not a lot of not a lot of people can. That's the thing. That's a that's a legend's job. I mean, you can you know you can't just go coach at Texas and expect to win. That's not how that goes. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. I mean, but valiant effort. I give him that. Um, he did he did win the Red River Red River rivalry. Uh, twice, so that's good, you know, because I mean, at least he's shown that he can beat he can beat rival he can win the rivalry games. Um, then he went to uh, UCF, done a heck of a job there. So I don't see I don't see personally I, I think he'd be a great coach for Michigan. Michigan better off getting. Uh, both Schimbecker back because outside of that, it's bad. John Harbaugh was the guy. 
And this is what happens. No, no, Harbaugh, Harbaugh is trying to brand the University of Michigan right along with, you know, so it's not necessarily about winning football games. That I've seen because, okay, so you mean you got a gunslinger on your bench. Another Another black quarterback. But, I mean, yeah, better, even better, even better than McCaffrey, even better than McCaffrey. But then you keep this bum, Shea Patterson. Wow. I mean, it, Shea Patterson is trash. He been trash. He was trash before he transferred. I mean, he was worse than Wilton Spate. And I wasn't sold on Wilton Spate, but at least Wilton Spate made good decisions with the football. I ain't sold on nobody named Wilton. There ain't gonna be a day in my life. His name is Whitten. <laughs> Come on, right, man. Will, Will. Yeah, Will, no, no. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that Shea Patterson, awful. And he knew Shea Patterson is awful. And he kept him in the game. And why? Because Jim Harbaugh is an awful coach. I don't care if y'all would have had Tom Brady, Braylon Edwards, Mike Hart. Whoa, that's that. Jabril Peppers, Charles Woodson. You could have put Jake Blood out there, too. It's the same result. Dang, man. At this point, y'all Tito, man, we Michael. (laughs) It is what it is. You just got to take these lumps. Yeah, at some point in time, like, the, and and it should be this way because back in the eight, the eighties, this nineties, Michigan used to check. Oh, the Michigan Ohio State rivalry wasn't even a conversation. It was more like, I, it was more like watching the Army Navy game. You know, where it just made you want to go play football. You might right. as well. You might as well. Like it's just going out there, get you get you eleven, and you know, see if y'all can go on ahead, go out there and do something, because. That's that's one of the worst games ever. But speaking of Armed Forces football, though, actually the Air Force is not bad. The Air Force Academy, they're pretty good, actually. I always see the Army play in the Navy, but I don't know about the Air Force Academy. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. I mean, they got to – but then again, they play in a conference where they have to have a balanced attack. Because you always see the Army and the Navy play with guys, you know, three guys in the box, you know. That triple option, I mean, that's the whole game. Matter of fact, I think they might throw like five passes. Wow. And that's just to keep the arm fresh, I guess. I don't know. Gotta be gotta so be. So do you think I, I gotta know do y'all think who would be the do you think that LSU would be a contender? Who who they have that you think will come in behind Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow and actually carry that team football? I mean, quarterback as wise. I don't know, but I do know I'm reading reports about, you know, the expectations being really high. Okay. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I know that they got a quarterback. I've never really seen him. It, it's a matter of fact, it's not very much on him. Right. At the moment. I mean, and I think towards the, towards the start of the season, we'll see, you know, a little more what he can and cannot do. Right. It's, it's a lot that has to be kind of decided. And I think with the COVID thing, it's mm-hmm. it's so much up in the air. Um, because sports ain't what we once knew, especially kids being collegiate. 
collegiate kid, it's hard to really be able to say how things are going to happen because that quarterback that's coming in after Burrow could be ready, but now the COVID thing happens, it kind of gets you shook up. You know what I mean? Or you, yeah, well, come 2021, they ain't got to worry about getting paid because they will be. Wow. So so there's that. Yeah, they, they're actually going to be yeah. salar- salaried employees. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That's awesome right there. Yeah, I think so, they too. Through, they need I, to get banged up and get beat up. Some can't be uh, You heard when, uh, when the draft come around, you need to get paid. The wear and tear on your body already. Mm-hmm. I think you need to they, I think it's a good thing. Well, the NCAA is Dak Prescott if the Cowboys give him that money. And then the, the NCAA athletes are just like their team. You ain't got enough to give. Or they act like they don't have enough to give nobody else. NCAA is just Greek. That's it. It's like you have billions they and billions are, of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And they're asking for sandwiches and a couple fruit cups. And you like, Ugh, I ain't got it. You know what I mean? And we know you got it. But you want to act oh, like you got it. Yeah. You know what? You know what? It was a couple of things that I seen on this. Um, I was watching something about the final four. I think it was a 30 for 30 in the Fab Five. How uh, the Detroit sports writer, Mitch Alblom, went, you know, him and Mitch were walking, you know, um, just right after Chris had announced his, uh, you know, his going into the draft. he asked him for about four dollars for a sandwich, and of course, he told him no. And they stopped by a uh, a store selling his jersey number, his name on the back, everything. Oh, wow. and, he, and he said, "You know, it's funny. I got to sit here and I got to ask for four dollars, and yet the university is getting all this money yeah. off of, off of my name, Johnny Manziel." His jersey sold his freshman year $70 million in revenue, and he didn't see a dime of it. Not one. So, you know, when we talk about the, yes, Karen, I agree with you. They should be getting paid. Yes. I think Kennedy said when he was on the show, it's slavery all over again in America with these mm-hmm. college students, what you're doing to them. And then, you know, that was the night we had, wow, we had 2,000 and some views, which uh, I think we had a little over 2,000 because the debate went for hours, almost two hours, because uh, one of my friends was saying, well, they feed them. They feed them. They give them, uh, they, they, get, they get tuition, they get scholarships, and they get this. They get all this stuff. Are you giving them any money? She said, you are these people are you get money off of these guys playing mm-hmm. and they need to get paid for it. I was like you're pimping them and then mm-hmm. I get no money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Now you good T. Uh oh. Ohio weather, brother. Never yeah. know. Yeah, right. You could be, you could, yeah, just how they say you come to Ohio, um, you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's it. 
I literally turned, I had an air conditioner on one day, and the very next day, the heater was on full blast. Yes, mm. me too. Same thing. Bipolar. Bipolar weather. Mm. What the world? I think I'll uh, ask our last question for tonight. Will, will Tom Brady make a legit run for the MVP this year? Mm. With this new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. MVP, no Super Bowl, yeah. So the, so Tampa Bay will get a super will go to the Super Bowl this year. I think they're a contender at right now, I would say yeah. Okay, because look what they got. They got Gronk. They got what is it, OJ or they got mm-hmm. Howard. Mm-hmm. They got Evans, Mike Evans. I forgot who the running back is right now. Um it's not Davis, uh Ronald Jones. Ron, um, Ronald Jones. Okay. So yeah, they don't have a good foot. And listen, I already found out that Tom Brady has already started working out with these guys, but he gotta keep the social distance rules. But yeah, he's already connected with them, so he's a jump ahead star of everybody else that got new guys. He said, Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and step in my field. So we'll be already connected because when you ain't connected with somebody, it takes a while for you to get that connection and get on the same page with page with these guys on the offense. So you think that he will, he won't be MVP, but you say he will make a run, he will be the number one Yeah, okay. I, I don't think, I don't think he's, you know, he's going to put up the type of numbers. It's not going to be one of those super crazy offenses that's setting records. That's not what he's there for. He's there to not turn the ball over 30 times. If Tampa Bay can win seven games with Jameis Winston playing for the other team half the mm-hmm. time, and if you get Tom Brady, he just needs to be stable and do the right. things that he needs to do to know how to win games. Once the playoff time comes, it's kind of like the LeBron factor. It's just right. that he's going to be good, borderline great during the regular season. But once the playoff comes, he's a whole other animal. So I see it being like that. He doesn't need a regular season MVP. So you I, I don't. I don't even think either. I don't even okay. think either. Wow. Here's why, because first of all, you know, he's got all of these guys that came into this role in, in, in Tampa right. Bay. And we all know that it, it, there's chemistry that has to take the form. I mean, OTAs are more than likely going to be cut short, you know, and everything else for them to have that kind of chemistry to be able to, right. you know, go. I mean, now, granted, he might be able to know the playbook backwards and forwards. Right. But, you know, I mean, you're putting in it, you're taking this man who's been doing this for so long, and now you're right. putting him into, it's just like old folks, they don't like change. You know, mm-hmm. it, although, although I mean, it, this is football, but he, I don't see them going anywhere. I don't, I'm not even sure. Nope. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if, you know, we'll see him much longer after this. I mean, you know, it's the same, it's kind of the same thing that happened with Joe Montana. Do we going, we're about to see it all over again. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, now I'm not saying that they won't be a contender or in the playoffs because they'll do that. But I don't think all the I, I'm I'm not really sold on all the expectations because we oh, see wow. these team we see these teams all the time who load up and 
don't go anywhere. Wow. I mean, the worst one was what? The 94 Phoenix Suns? That I've ever seen. Load up on all that talent, have all these all-stars and, you know, doing all this and then get kicked out of the quarterfinals. See, I don't think Tampa loves them. I just think they got a, a stable quarterback. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Brock out, but outside of that, that's still majority of that team that was there seven and nine. It's just that Jameis Winston is playing for the other team. If we had an even decent quarterback, we're in the six last year. We're eleven and five, but this man right. threw thirty picks. Tom Brady ain't gonna throw thirty picks. At Tom all. Brady didn't throw thirty picks over the last five years or something like that. I, it was it was some type of stat that compared like his last few years to, to Davis Winston's last year, and it was like Tom Brady can he can't even come close. And if you have that, if I can go seven and nine with you playing for somebody else, you added Tom Brady to the team. I'm going thirteen and three, twelve and four, eleven and five, somewhere around there, just off of stability alone. Mm. But they they in a division where they gotta go through a lot of people in that in that division. You got the Seahawks, you got um I'm talking about the East all together, because you got um you got you got the Seahawks, you got the um you got the New Orleans Saints, you got the Cowboys, you got Philly, you got uh, all of these other contenders in that division, in that East. You think they're gonna And they're not they're not getting ready to take it easy on Brady. You oh, forget no, that. Not. They gonna bring it. They gonna bring it on. I think they will. I, I'm looking at. I'm, I can agree with T in a certain way. I think that they will get eleven, at least twelve game one, and they play off like uh, Renegade said. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I think um, ooh, unless they show me something different, I think the Super Bowl run for Tom Brady. I really do. I think the Super Bowl. They, I know they got. They got to stop that. They do. We've seen plenty teams that. That's that. That's maybe they to cash in on wins and stuff or be that great. So we'll see. I do think they make playoffs. I do. I do think they are. I think they're contenders. I will say that they are contenders. They are. Yeah. But I don't know how far they will go. And MVP, uh, I don't think so right now. I don't think he'll be the MVP. I think Patrick Mahomes got to Like I said, I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not really sold on them. Not. Not. You know, it's it's going to take a couple games for me to really, to really be able to tell. But you know, I mean, we've seen it before, so. Oh yeah. We'll see. I just think that history. Well, and the one thing, the one good thing about you know the Tampa Bay franchise and had making that move is the fact that even alone, I mean, he puts butts in the seats. Yes. So I mean, yeah. if nothing else, if nothing else, you get that out of that. So I mean, it's kind of like, why wouldn't they? You know, pay win or win or lose, they really don't lose. Right. They gonna sell some tickets. They gonna sell some tickets. Right. I'm pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they're sold out already. Oh yeah, you got dual back together. You got Brock and Ray, and that chemistry is already going. That chemistry is already good. So if you add some pieces, but that promise. 
I think they're I think they're when at least we're 13. I think they're gonna do I think they'll do good. But I don't know about a Super Bowl. That's the only thing I say. I don't know how they might come across me. They might even go to the Super Bowl. Don't know. Tampa Bay and somebody. I don't know who yet. Because it's so early in the season. And um I doubt it can see again. I'll go ahead and say I don't see too many teams going back to back. Cowboys maybe when they used to go back to back, but I don't think I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what and I'll see what Michael Carthy does do for the Cowboys. Once they get their drama, they get their soap operas together, they might get contender this year. Oh no. Jesus. Let's see. I yeah. can't we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, I he said, I can't wait to see. I'm like, me neither, because that's going to be real interesting. I mean, especially the way, you know, uh, football is actually going to be looked at and viewed, you know, with the whole COVID-19 thing and see exactly right, right. what uh-huh. happens. You know, I, I'm, I am interested to see how that's going to work out. And that could be a favorable advantage to send some teams. Might not be to another. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. We definitely will see about that, but I think that's going to wrap up. Anybody got anything y'all want to say before we wrap this up tonight? Right. Hey, go Okay. Go ahead, Renegade. I'm sorry? Oh, I was just wondering if anybody had any last thoughts or things they want to say before we wrap up. Yeah, sure. Don't drink and drive, people. You might spill your beverage. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. So last uh, happy birthday to Ricky. Don't do nothing that me and Karen wouldn't do. That's uh, I'm eat, I'm eat, I'm sitting right here. I'm <laughs> right here eating my Dak Prescott. Uh-huh. The chick eating his <laughs> the, my Dak Prescott. The chicken. You think that hey, watch the game there. Watch it there. Who's your team? It's out. I gotta I let me guess. The team has got to be Detroit Lions because you want. Oh, they trash. Oh, oh, they, oh, they hot trash. I'll admit it. They hot trash. <laughs> eh? It's just nothing really good. You know what? And they will never be good. Uh, Night Train Lane said, you know, after he got ready to step away from the game, he said, William Clay Fort bought the team from the Detroit Lions back some eons ago. And he said, uh-huh. as long as the Fords own. The Detroit Lions, they'll never win. Well, here it is, 57 wow. years later. And well, <laughs> so and this is why, because this is why we're learning about the politics of the game and how right. some of these teams are set up as money pits for other businesses. Because well, I mean, think about it. Yeah. Why did why do you think Ford never had to be bailed out? They got all that money from the Detroit Lions that they could just. They, they I didn't that. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, I mean. But I, don't, I don't know what Ford Motor Company is doing right now. I know they had to close down because of COVID 19. Right. But, I mean. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, is there's still, you know, there's still money being funneled in from that. You know, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just it. And is, you know, I've seen fans recently. Uh, try to get a petition together so they can move the team somewhere else. They're like, why even? Ha-? They said, why even have them here if they don't want to put out a winning product? 
And I'm with him on that. I'm like, right. well, yeah. At some point in time, you think, but you know, what can you say? So. Well, I would have thought that the Trump would have picked up a quarterback, but they didn't. They did not pick up a quarterback. Mm-mm. They could use a quarterback. A backup. They could definitely use a Matthew Stafford for a little good this season. Bench him and put the backup in. They need some. They need some help on that offense and defense. A quarterback, a defense, new coach, some vendors. They need oh, new oh, yeah. Man, a, a new parking lot. Windows. Uh, parking lot. <laughs> I mean, it was whatever. Yeah, they need the whole thing. Just, just throw, just throw the – look, I, I always say it. In, in the Detroit Lions groups, which I'm in, this is what I say. Just throw the whole franchise away. That's all you do. Just throw it all away. Just throw the whole thing. Wow. You know, because – and they're like, oh, well, we're going to beat the Bears. I'm like – I don't know why they can smell us coming and burning trash leaves a foul scent. Yes, yeah. I talk. I talk horrible. I talk horrible about my team. I love them to death, but they suck. They're just horrible. It's like the Tigers. I mean, now the Tigers are so bad. People, yeah, yeah, the Tigers. Yeah, they, they, yeah, the Lions, Tigers, Pistons, and the Red Wings. And I mean, they're so, look, they're, they're so bad where, you know, you can't even, the fans, you, you, you put two, uh, you put two tickets, you know, to the game on your windshield, you come back, there's four. <laughs> you can't get your tickets away. Somebody yeah, you can't. Yeah, wow. yeah, we'd rather do something else than to be there. I mean, because they're not putting winning products out. And not only that, but that you could just tell that they don't really spend the money to even try to. Now that now that now that Andre Drummond thing, that was the dumbest thing I ever saw. I'm like, I don't know who made that. Why change. did he want to go to Cleveland? He didn't even want to go to Cleveland. He's like, why don't you sit here? No, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a lot of this is a lot of final words. How my calves get thrown into this one. No, they no 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 the cat the calves whoever's whoever's running that front office whoever running that front office should get a promotion. <laughs> they should be promoted like that day because I'm trying to figure out how they swindled that deal. And I was like, damn. and I was like, damn it! And then they got him for like nothing. You I mean, you can't have him back now. <laughs> it's too bad. Wow. Well, well, I mean, better. well, yeah, there's that. But, I mean. I was nice on the Browns, but he was, he was dogging his, his Detroit line. I didn't say much about the Cleveland Browns because I don't know what they're going to do this year. I don't know what they're going to do this year. We're being quiet. We're being quiet. Don't worry about it. We're quiet. Hey, you know what? Do you know what? I think Cleveland is going to have a really good season. And this, and, and, and this is why. Because they kept the right players for a change. You know, and they kept, and they kept their core. And I think without the distractions, I think they might actually make a little noise. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't see a very fast start, but I do see, you know, Progression as the season goes along. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. 
I, I'm hoping playoffs for him. I, I want to see him make the playoffs. I do. Well, you can't say you can't say Odell was a problem was the cause of them losing because I don't see it. all that on that coach that had kitchens. Oh, oh, Odell's Odell is a prima donna, for one. He's a, he's another locker room cancer. Wow. You know, so yeah, yay. You know, I'm not, I'm never sold on him, you know, and even anything when he opens his mouth, it's just like, okay, dude, stay out of the media and stay, be on the football field. Yeah, I think he's done pretty good. He's got his hair, he's calmed down a lot, he won't be not stuck on the sidelines and shit. You know, he wasn't, it wasn't winning games, but I had to catch these balls. I think that, um, That's what I always say. Just throw it all away. Don't worry about it. Oh my gosh. I'm Man, I'm, t- I'm telling you. Right. Hey, hey, I want to say happy birthday again to really myself. Uh, you know, like you said, I know you ain't enjoying your day today. You know, have a eat your chicken. That's not that that Prescott. Right. <laughs> but, um, we really have a good show and you make it out with y'all again, you know. What's up?
Then anybody else want to shout out some stuff they're doing? Some more and more. I have more coming up. We'll get there. Yep. Okay. Yep. We are gonna get there. Believe that. Wait on it. Mm-hmm. Wait. Just say wait for it. Wait mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be back here next week. Yep. We will see y'all next week. Have a good night. Yep. See y'all. Yep.